I, I looked up some things and I found this old Unity writing. And it comes from a woman named an old Unity writer. <laughs> Winifred Wilkinson Hausman's 12 formulas for dealing with stress through spiritual methods. And I like this a lot. And uh, let's see if you like it. Don't try to force your own way. We're clear on this. What it says, don't try to force your own way. Don't force somebody into forgiveness. Don't force somebody into being who they aren't. Don't force yourself into being who you aren't. And don't try to force God into not being God. When I say that, what I'm telling you is don't try to convince God of what is wrong in the world. Don't try to pray, God, see this thing that I call bad and fix it. You do not want God to agree with you about bad because here's why. If God can see your bad, meaning Y-O-U apostrophe R-E or Y-O-U-R, uh, then your God is bad. If God can be convinced of your problems, God is your problem. Because you want God to be the love that God is, the life that God is, the, uh, the omnipresence, the omniscience, the omnipotence that God is. That's what you want. I asked Kenneth to sing that song, goodbye, you know, goodbye to last year's thoughts. Don't hate them, but goodbye. This past year's thoughts, you don't need them. You got today's thoughts. You got the thoughts of right now. What more do you need? What more do you need? Everything you need is here right now. Why? Because God is knowledge itself. So don't try to force your way. That's when I, talk, when I talk about trying to make our misery more manageable. That's what I'm talking about. Let's invite love in just enough so that I can still maintain my resentments. I can still be right. I can still maintain an air of uh, lack for either myself or those poor things. But I can feel spiritual about it. <laughs> Feeling spiritual isn't being spiritual. So don't try to force, go within and ask. But ask, wanting to know. Even if it means it costs you what you thought you already knew. <clears throat> Two, release mistakes of the past, years and others. Oh, yours and others, excuse me. Release mistakes of the past. Here, Nancy, would you hold this so I can see? Uh, release mistakes of the past, yours and others. Play your own game one step at a time. Follow the Christ. Follow the Christ. Now, what is the Christ? For those of you who don't know what I say, the Christ is your memory of God. Christ is your memory of love. The Christ is your memory of what you actually are. Follow that. Not saying follow religion. It's not fo saying follow a human being. 
follow the Christ, which is your awakened state. Three, don't review your troubles or anxieties. Did you hear that? Don't review your troubles or anxieties. Give thanks to God for your blessings. Fill your mind with positive, powerful thoughts of good. Now think on these things is the biblical instruction in that. Think on these things. But give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. Sometimes I give thanks for something I just hate. Sometimes I'll thank you, God. I was hoping that would happen. Because then I can laugh about it. You, you, you drop a glass on the floor. Oh, yes. <laughs> you forget to use a coaster. Oh, thank you, God. <coughs> you have to understand what was horrible around my house as a child. <laughs> Refuse to let others determine your reaction. <laughs> See the Christ, not the error. Release others to their own good. Release others to their own good. Five, don't hurry. Don't let time be a burden. Establish priorities. Six, don't let your body and its demands rule your life. Be true to yourself. Don't try to impress others. Don't compromise with the world. Relax and release. Forgive and forget. Be willing to learn a new way. Believe in prosperity as your divine right. Work for good. Work for God. Not for money. Take God as your partner. Accept God's forgiveness. Correct the error. Press on toward the goal. Now, I want to I want, let's talk about that for a minute. Accept God's forgiveness. What could that mean? If God's not judging me, then how could it be that God has something to forgive in me? So it must mean something else. The, God, the forgiveness of God is in the very absence of judgment, is in the very absence of, of uh, opinion. It's not, oh God, please forgive me. It's, I give thanks that in truth I am not judged. In truth, no one is judged. Remember, this worldly thing is uh, temporary. There's an eternal mind, and that's what we want to get in alignment with. And if more and more of us will get in alignment with the eternal mind, well, then more and more of us will get in an alignment with the eternal mind. Does this make sense? If more and more of us will get in alignment with the eternal mind, more and more of us will get in alignment with the eternal mind. And then there would be even more of us getting in alignment because it would just be too irresistible. There may be a few who kick up a fuss as they see more and more getting in alignment with eternal, uh, eternal light, but they'll get in, they'll join, they'll join, they'll join. <clears throat> Stop all our... All of this, stop all outer activity and turn to God. Regardless of appearances, speak positively and look for the good. Replace thoughts of loss with thoughts of love. Follow the spiritual guidance that comes. Now, some have a hard time with this. And they're saying, but then I don't get to have my feelings and I'm being told not to feel. It's not saying that at all. 
feel but know the truth. Have your feelings of grief and mourning. Have your feelings of... Uh, you, you see, that we often label things as lack and bad and everything because we don't know how to spell. <laughs> but don't label, just have the... Uh, but as she says, don't talk so much. Don't talk so much about it. Quit affirming your worst. Just because you have seen it doesn't mean it has to continue. But I guarantee it will if we keep calling it forth. So replace thoughts of loss with thoughts of love. Imagine if every time we see some piece of good that appears to be being taken away from us, we call upon a memory of where something lovely has taken place, where something very generous in the universe has taken place. Should we negate that in favor of our misery? My thought is no. And, and then, of course, this follow the spiritual guidance that comes. Establish a worthwhile goal. Put small things into the larger concept. Love that. And finally, adopt a positive attitude. Refuse to take things personally. Hold people and things with open hands. Let love expand your world. Let love expand your world. I, I was so grateful to read those today. I'm going to read this from the Holy Spirit's Interpretation. And it comes from 1 John, chapter 3. And it, it uh, oh, and it's, it's a verse, and it starts with verse 11. And it said, false thoughts are all thoughts that are based on the idea of separateness. False thoughts include, but are not limited to, thoughts of guilt, attack, fear, hatred, and regret. All of these thoughts imply that there is a mind that is separate from yours with separate will and desire. All of these thoughts imply a conflict now, in the future or in the past. All of these thoughts are mistaken because none of these thoughts are based on truth. All that is true is oneness and the activity of oneness, which is love. Love is the only fact because oneness is all that is true. You need not worry that you do not love your brother in truth because love is all that you are capable of. You only need ask, am I aware of my love? If you are not, you are still believing that which is false. And so, as we move through this journey today, we're going to start with gratitude in our journey. We're about to do our burning bowl uh, ceremony. And what's going to happen is you're going to take the small piece of paper because you were given a, an envelope, you were given a large piece of paper, and a small piece of paper. You're going to take the small piece of paper. Which paper? Small. Thank you. You do think I wouldn't have to ask that. But I've been at this rodeo, and I know. <clears throat> Does anyone need a pen? <coughs> we have our, our greeters have pens to hand out. Does anybody need the paper? Yeah. You need it? 
Boys, you going to play along with me? Great, let's get you the paper they need. Up front, Gigi, they need an envelope. The two boys need envelopes and the papers. And Andre needs it. Do we need more? Because I noticed the extra was put in the office. Okay, good. Oh, we have a box of pen, boxes of pens in the back. Okay, do we all have our papers? Yes. Here's Gigi. Andre needs a pen up here, please. <coughs> okay, thank you. Now he's got an abundance of pens. <coughs> Okay, we all ready? Now, take your small paper, your small piece of paper. And what we're going to write on here is a gratitude list for what we are grateful for. Well, I used it traditionally burning bowls are about putting down what you don't want anymore and releasing them from your life. But what I found is people come downstairs and they hurl that paper into the fire. So clearly, while they, what they burnt was a piece of paper, they didn't release anything. They carried all their resentments and their problems right back up the steps with them. So I decided, let's put our gratitude down on paper. And as we put it into the can outside, we're going to watch our smoke, our gratitude permeate the universe. That's how I see this. I, I prefer it. And I'm the boss. Uh, I'm the one with the microphone. So I encourage you now to make your gratitude list. And then you're going to come downstairs where I will be blessing your gratitude. We're going to put it into the burning bowl. And uh, we're going to see it go. If you, if you need a coat on, that's great. You're not going to be out there for very long. We're not going down as a group. We're going to get in line. You're going to burn your paper and then come on back upstairs and, and sit meditatively so that you can contemplate more deeply your gratitude and all the good that you are and that have you good you have always been. Now, you sent your blessings out into the world, because we know it, and further. What you've done is let your mind of gratitude extend from within all the way through. So now we take the big piece of paper and we date it 12-1-2020. December 1st, 2020. December 1st, 2020. Just like last year, you dated it December 1st, 2019. So you could talk about it through most of December. Now, this is not a wish list. This is a letter to ourselves. I wrote Dear Sean, because that's my name. And I wrote Dear Sean. And what I began expressing is my gratitude for the good that has taken place in 2020. Now, I didn't put down things I don't believe. I didn't, I didn't give thanks for my multi-million dollar lottery ticket. Because I don't quite believe that yet. It may not stop me from trying, 
but I don't really believe it. I've had people say, my letter didn't come true. Well, it's not about coming true. These are things you're putting down that have already taken place because as you're writing, it's December 1st, 2020. One of the things I did, I wrote last year was I, I am so grateful for, the, for my sabbatical that I had that was fun and interesting and wildly extravagant. And it was. It was. And I didn't know one single thing last December that I was going to do on my sabbatical. I did not have it planned. And it was a three-month chunk of 2019. I did not know what events were going to happen. And most of them didn't get really formulated till September while I was doing the first thing. This was my Vipassana trip. So, but what you put down on this list needs to be at least 50% believable. For some of you, the best that you may be able to do is I give thanks for new insights that I've had in 2020. That may be the best that you can write today because otherwise it could be too hurtful. Otherwise. But I, I really suggest you put, that, put down things you know are going to take place in 2020. Is there any trips you're going to take? I give thanks for our trip to Italy because I know we're going to Italy in May. And so I, uh, I gave thanks for a great trip. Um, on my in my letter and 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 the relationships that bonded during that trip because I I know that so that was an easy that was a, a freebie I could give myself but I I gave myself other things that were that I I planned to see happen this year but I don't know the specifics of yet so I couldn't write down the specifics of them but I know they are going to take place in one form or another in my letter. But the letter was to me because everything that's going to take place this next year, you're giving to yourself. <coughs> it's not coming from God out in the sky. You're giving it to yourself. So are there any questions before I stop talking and let you focus? Okay, so when you are finished with your letter, put it into your envelope and write your name and address on it. Because I'm going to keep those letters in my office and pray. if you need a new envelope back there, we'll give you one. You're welcome. And so, put it in your envelope, address it to yourself. I will keep it in my office for the next year and I pray over them from time to time. And then next year, I will send it to you. Uh, any questions? I leave you in some silence. Okay, as soon as you're done, seal it and I'll put it in the basket. Okay, I want to read this one other little thing to you. I forgot to bring this sheet out with me from, from Mrs. Hausman. Winifred, as I call her. One, and I, we already said this first one, but these other three didn't necessarily make it to the 12, which is odd, these four things. Don't try to force your own way. Two, don't talk a lot. <laughs> don't, don't forget it. What? <laughs> I know. Three, become still, which is more than just a theory, which is more than just one of the, a nice thing those people do and talk about. And four, 
let God make the decision. Now, if we have a concept of an old God, that's going to be hard. If we have a concept of a human God, he'll get around to it when he gets to it. But what if you broke God down into good orderly direction? What if you broke God down to the voice of Holy Spirit? What if you broke God down to love makes the decision, peace makes the decision, joy makes the decision, so that you know whatever you're choosing for your life, for your experience, you're handing over to a highest ideal. You know, how would I experience the greatest peace, the greatest love, the greatest anything as I move through this in dealing with stress through spiritual methods. So we've said goodbye to this year, more or less. And we're looking forward. Well, we say to a new year, but let's look forward to a new now. And a new now. And a new now. And a new now. I'm so grateful to get to share this day with all of us. In this time, in these thoughts and these considerations. I'm so grateful because otherwise I would be doing it home alone by myself, I hope. I don't know if I would do it at home alone by myself. I used to. Something tells me I could stop at any moment because I could forget. But as long as I keep coming here with you guys, I have to keep remembering. I have to. And so we give thanks for this 2019 together at Unity Center of Norwalk. And we look forward to 2020 here at uh, Unity Center of Norwalk. But most of all, we give thanks for now.